Good morning and welcome to eTalmud 2.0. <clears throat> we are going to start from the very bottom of 4a. So if you're looking in the original, it's uh, four lines down, the words Tanurabanan. Um, so again, Dalad Ahmed Aleph, Tanurabanan, the rabbis taught. Madlin li rakos kadela ochlan. We can be madlin, so we can draw. Um, for the sake of vegetables, in order to be able to eat the vegetables on Chol HaMoed. But if the drawing is done to improve them, not so that they can be good for the holiday itself, but rather or rather, so that they can be improved, so that they're good for harvesting after the festival, then it's forbidden. So what this is this is saying is that we're not allowed. You're allowed to draw vegetables um, if it's for the sake of eating them on the holiday itself. But if not, then you're not allowed to. So the question is, what does this drawing mean? Ravina and Rabbi Tosfa, they were traveling along the road. And they saw a certain man who was drawing water with a pail on Chol HaMoed, and he was watering vegetables. Okay, so he was drawing with a pail on Chol HaMoed and watering vegetables. Amar le Rabba Tosfa'a le Ravina. Rabba Tosfa'a said to Ravina, le seymar le shamse. Let Master come and excommunicate him because he is violating He's, he's violating something that's prohibited. You're not allowed to draw water on Cholmoy to water vegetables. But didn't we learn in a Brisa? You are allowed to draw water for vegetables in order to eat them on Cholmoy. And presumably this man is is drawing water to water them in order to feed, in order to eat so that they're good to be eaten on the festival itself. said, do you think that when it says drawing in the Brisa that we quoted, it means to draw water? No. My madlin. What does madlin mean? So now we're on 4B. What is the word what does the word drawing here refer to? Shalufe refers to pulling out vegetables from other vegetables in order because when vegetables are packed in too densely, none of them end up growing well. So it means taking drawing some from the others in order to allow the remaining ones to grow better so that they can be eaten and then according to this the price is saying so that they can be good to be eaten on Chol HaMoed itself so you can draw a vegetable on Chol HaMoed in order that they be good for Chol HaMoed to be eaten Kiritan, like we learned in the Mishnah Hamedel Bikfanim if you thin out vines right so you take out some vines so we see that the word we see that here the word drawing is used to describe uprooting vines in order to allow other vines to grow better. Just as he thins out within his own vines, so too can he thin out within the vines of the poor. So what we're saying here is something interesting. Um, what we're saying here is that um, not only is it, are you allowed to go ahead and, um, you know, if you go ahead and you thin out your vines, then you're also allowed to thin out the vines of the part of the field that is supposed to remain for the poor. So for instance, paya. Paya is the corner of the field that you're supposed to leave for the poor. And what we're saying is, is, that, is that although you are taking some of the vines from the poor, um, you're allowed to do it because it's going to better the vines that remain. And um, just like you'd prefer that, so would the poor people. 
Divi Rabbi Huda, those are the words of Rabbi Huda. Rameer Omer Rameer says, Bishalo Rashai. He's allowed to thin out his own vines. Bain Rashai, Bishalaniyam, but he's not allowed to um, do so from within the vines of the poor people. And the idea here is that um, is that poor people are would be different than you because poor people would prefer an abundance of of mediocre vines than less really good quality vines. But what do we see? We do see though that um, um, that the word madlin, that the word drawing can refer to do to drawing vegetables. Um, which mean and that's how Rabba Tosfa is going to explain the brisa that says you're allowed to do that on Chol Hamoid if it's for the sake of chol, for eating the vegetables on Chol Hamoid, which would mean then that there's no permission then to draw water with a pail on Chol Hamoid, even if it's going to even if you're going to be eating those vegetables on Chol Hamoid, which is why Rabba Tosfa said we should excommunicate that man who is um, violating the prohibition. Amar Leis, Ravina said back to Rabba Tosfa, Fahatanya, didn't we specifically learn in a brisa, Madlin Mayim Liarakos Kadela Doesn't it specifically say you can draw water for vegetables in order to eat them? Amar Leis, Rabba Tosfa said to Ravina, E Tanya Tanya. If it was Tanya a brisa, then it was taught, and I retract my opinion. Very good. Now we're going to go and analyze the, the Mishnah. Vein Osin Ugios Likfanim. You're not allowed to make Ugios for grapevines. Ugios. Um, literally translated our cookies, but what is this a reference to? My Ugios. What are Ugios? Amar Rav Yehuda Binke. Rav Yehuda said they're Binke, they're ditches. They're, so, what the Mishnah is saying is that you're not allowed to make ditches, you're not allowed to dig around the roots of the grapevines, make these ditches for the sake of gathering water on Chol Hamoid. That's what it's saying. We also learned this in a Brisa that the word, um, Ugios is a reference to ditches. Eluhain Ugios, because the Brisa says, Tainam Hafiot learned this in the Brisa. Eluhain Ugios, what are, or these are Ugios, what are they? Bedidin Shibi Ikreze, Simba Shibi Ikregafanim. They're ditches that are dug around the roots of the olive trees and around the roots of the grapevines. Ini, now is it really so that Ugios means ditches? But didn't Rabbi Yehuda permit the people of Bartzi site to make ditches for their vineyards during Cholamoid? And our Mishnah specifically says you're not allowed to. Lo kasha, so we answer The Mishnah that says that you're not allowed to, that's a reference to new ditches because that is extre- ex- very, that is um ex- that is very difficult and um and um strenuous uh, work. Habatiki and the ruling of Rav Yehuda were that you were allowed to. That's referring to um, old ones. You're just kind of repairing an old ditch, and that is much, um, you know, perhaps even just unclogging an old ditch, and that's easy, and therefore it's allowed to be done a cholamoid. Okay, now we're going to analyze the next part of the Mishnah. Rebbe says you're not allowed to dig a new irrigation canal during Chol HaMoed and Shemitah year. The Gemara asks, it's understandable that you're not allowed to dig a new irrigation canal during Chol HaMoed because it's uh, strenuous labor. It's exerting yourself. You're not allowed to do that in Chol HaMoed. But why can't you, but during Shviyas, during the Shemitah year, during the seventh year, the whole the only prohibition is to the only the only law is that you have to keep your land unworked. But why can't you make a new irrigation channel, irrigation canal, during Shvius, during Shemitah? 
So Pligubar Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Abba So Rabbi Zera and Rabbi Abba disagree about the reason for why it would be prohibited on Shmita. Chad Amar one says because it appears that you are hoeing for the sake of the crops of the Shemitah year, which obviously you're not allowed to hoe for the sake of crops of the Shemitah year. And when you're doing the digging of the irrigation canal, it looks like you are hoeing, so that's why it would be prohibited. And the other one says, It's because when you go ahead and you do the irrigation, you do the digging, you're preparing the canal's banks for sowing. Because you end up throwing dirt onto the making a bank out of it now that's loose perfect soil for sowing so you've now basically created even though that wasn't your intention you've created a situation where you've now made a beautiful um a beautiful sowing pasture that's 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 the idea here okay which you wouldn't be allowed to do on shemitah year my now what's the practical difference between them the difference is where when as you dig the water immediately comes into the canal according to the one who says that it's forbidden to make an irrigation canal during Shemitah is because you prepare its banks for sowing there's still a reason here to prohibit the digging but according to the one that says it's because it looks like you're hoeing the land Leka, then there's no reason to forbid it because obviously if water is coming in immediately, it's very clear that you're not hoeing the land. And according to the one who says that the reason that it's prohibited is um, making the irrigation channel is prohibited is because it looks like you are hoeing the land. Why doesn't he also hold of the problem that you're preparing the banks for sowing? And therefore, you would still prohibit it, even if the water comes immediately. Why would he only go, why would he only say the problem is, is that it looks like it's hoeing? Why wouldn't he also agree with the other opinion? So, that's a very good question. And the Gemara is going to assume that that is actually the case. That both of them agree that there is a problem that it looks like you're, uh, you know, that you are preparing the banks for sowing. Um, and it happens to be that one of them also felt that there's a problem because it looks like you're hoeing. So, which means then that the difference between them is not the case we just said, because everyone would agree in the case we just said where the water comes in, that it's going to be prohibited because you're still preparing the banks for sowing. Who rather the difference between them is the practical difference that exists between the two opinions is so you take the earth from the canal and throw it outside so far away from the banks of the canal and the earth just scatters it doesn't you don't end up having it in any concentrated place because then we say according to the opinion that says it's because you prepare the banks for sowing then there's no reason to prohibit this because you haven't prepared anywhere for sowing because you just scattered the earth all over the place. And according to the one who says it's because it looks like you're hoeing, then Ika, then of course there's reason to prohibit it. But then we ask the, the converse question. 
But according to the one who says it's because that it's prohibited to make an irrigation channel during the Shemitah years because you're preparing the banks for sowing, why doesn't he also concerned about the reason of it looks like hoeing? And therefore, in the case where we just said, where he scattered the earth all over the place, it should still be prohibited because although you did not prepare the banks for sowing, you still looks like you are hoeing the ground. So we respond, oh dear Nami, he reason that he believes that the hoeing concern is not a, a concern is because when one hoes, you take up the earth with your shovel and then you put it back down in its place. In this scenario, you're not putting it down in its place. So therefore, it's very clear that you are not hoeing here. Um, and that's the reason he doesn't feel that that is a concern. Okay. Now we're going to um, talk about a uh, another version of our Mishnah, which has a bit of um, an expanded ruling. So let's see what we're saying. Amemar Masli Love Nation Yerkoder. Amemar taught our Mishnah um, as stating explicitly that the reason Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah said that you're not allowed to ir- make an irrigation canal is because um, it appears like you're hoeing. Which then means that you have a contradiction in the opinion of Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Because, Did Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah say that anything that looks like hoeing is prohibited during Shemitah? Or many? But we have a contradiction. Let's look at a Mishnah that we have. The Mishnah tells us, You can place your, your dung, um, so your fer- what will become fertilizer. So you're pl- you can place the dung of an animal in a stockpile in your field during Shemitah. And even though it does look like you're fertilizing your field, it's still gonna, which is not allowed during Shemitah, you're allowed to stockpile the dung in the field during Shemitah. Rabbi Meir, oh, San Rabbi Meir says it's forbidden because it does look like fertilizing. Ad shiyamik unless you lower the dump site three tfachim into the ground. Or you raise it three tfachim. Tfach is a handbreadth. Three tfachim are three handbreadths. A handbreadth is about um, about three inches. So um, so you're not allowed to stockpile dung in your field unless you make it lower or higher than you otherwise would to fertilize your field. If you only had a small amount of dung from before Shemitah, mostly for lava holich. So you only had a small amount this time from before Shemitah, then you can add to it continually during Shemitah, even without lowering it or raising it. So if you already had it in existence, that, that stockpile, even if it was a small amount, then you can add no matter what. Rabbi says, even that's forbidden. Until you lower the dump site three tfachim, or you raise it three tfachim. Or until you put it on a big rock. So what do we see? So we see that Rebbe Lazar ben Azariah offers the suggestion of digging three tfachim into the ground during Shemitah, and then putting the zevel, putting the, the fertilizer, the dung, into those that what you dug. But digging is like hoeing. So why would he ever allow... If we say that the reason, that if we go with a Mamar who says that the reason Rabbi Lazim and Azariah is because it looks like hoeing and that's why you can't make an irrigation channel, how could we say that? Here he allows you to dig three tfachim into the ground in order to stockpile your dung. 
and that would have the same that she seemingly should have the same concern. So the Gemara has two answers to this question. They dispute. One says is that the case that Rabbi Elizabeth Azar is referring to isn't where you're going to dig on during Shemitah itself to dig three Tfachim in. Rather, it's where you had already lowered the dump site before Shemitah came. And that's when this would be permitted. The Chad Omar on the other one says, no, this is a different case because the dung that's placed there attests that there was no intention here of hoeing, right? So that's the that's the um, another way to get around this. All right, and then we have another. Now we're going to analyze further the Mishnah. You can repair a damaged irrigation canal during Chol HaMoed. You can repair a damaged irrigation canal during Chol HaMoed. What is considered damaged? Omar Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba said, Shim Hayasa It means that if the canal is one tefach deep, it can be restored to a depth of six tefachim. So if it used to be one tefach deep, and then it got plugged up um, so high, and you can bring it, you can bring it back to a depth of six tefachim. Now it's obvious. If you have a case where the canal is now a half tefach deep and you want to bring it back to three tefachim, so the same proportions, since water doesn't pass well in such a canal, it is nothing. Meaning, going making your canal three tefachim is meaningless. It doesn't water still doesn't pass well, which would then mean that you're doing meaningless labor on chalamoid. So of course that would be forbidden. But what about the these keeping the same proportions, but the opposite? Another question. What if the canal is now two tfachim and you want to restore it to its original depth of twelve tfachim? Um, low. Since you're exerting yourself excessively, because in order to have a good canal, you only need six tfachim of depth. Also, you're not allowed to be done because it's excessive tircha, it's excessive um, exertion. Now, what happens in the case where it's now two tfachim and you want to bring it back to its original depth of seven tfachim? Do we say that just as here in the case of digging from one tfach to six tfachim, which we say is allowed, even though you are excavating five tfachim, and here too, you're excavating only five tfachim, two to seven. So therefore, they should be. Therefore, if one's not a problem, the other's not a problem. Or do we say, since there's the additional tfach, going from six to seven, which is really unnecessary, then that would mean that there's too much exertion involved and it should be forbidden. So the Gemara responds, Teku, let the question stand unresolved. Okay, we'll stop here for now. Um, and uh, we'll continue on uh, next week. Take good care.